0: Hey Unemployed Actors, this one is definitely a good one for you. It's all about recording a self-tape. So what this is, is the audio from a video I did for YouTube, the No Budget Channel. So I'll throw a link to the video in the show notes if you want to have a watch, because I do show some on-screen examples that pop up when I'm speaking and uh that should kind of help you visualize a little bit more but uh, i do vocally walk through everything so i thought it would be a good useful video to put here on so that's it just a quick intro to what you'll be listening to that's me on a video talking about doing self-tapes but first a quick ad from a sponsor and then on to the video enjoy used to be when doing an audition, you'd go in person, you'd line up with all the other actors, you'd wait your turn, you'd go, you would do your scene in front of the casting director, the director, whoever else, producers. Nowadays, self-tapes, especially now that COVID happened, that's not going to change. It's not going to go back to the old way. The way I see it now is the first round is going to be pretty much self-tapes and the second round, then they might bring you in for an in-person, that type of stuff. So whether you like them or not, self-tapes are Here to stay so i want to give you a couple little tips here at improving your self-tapes in order to get noticed by casting directors all right first and foremost let's start out with equipment right here i've got this camera sitting on a tripod and i'm using a lapel mic so you can if you don't have access to all of this don't use a lapel mic you can use your in-camera mic or your phone a lot of people are using their phones now Better than that, though, is spend a few bucks and get yourself a small microphone that plugs into your camera or your mobile phone. Uh, What I use is one made by Rode. It attaches right to the top of my camera. That's what I use for mine. Uh, Tripod. You can buy tripods super cheap. Uh, You don't need a fancy Manfrotto or any other fancy branded one. I bought one freaking 20 years ago for $30 and that lasted me years before it finally broke and I had to stop using it. Camera. You can get pretty cheap point-and-shoot cameras now with a little reversible display on it so that you can actually see yourself, make sure you're in focus, that kind of stuff. That's okay if you can't afford that. Mobile phones. Everybody's doing mobile phones nowadays. There is nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Just make sure you get an attachment to attach it to your tripod. And if you don't have a tripod, take a shelf, pile some books on it and use that. The important thing is to have it on a stable platform. Next equipment item you want to look at is lighting. I've got two LEDs right here to the side of me that I use for my castings. I have these because I use them for film projects as well. Really popular that a lot of people use are circular lights that you can attach. They attach right to the camera. They do a nice little light right on the face and they look great. They're reasonably inexpensive. You can get those. Something to keep in mind that you want to make sure what you're doing with your lighting, though, is place it in a way so that you're not getting a lot of shadow on the wall behind you. So you're not seeing shadow really on the wall behind me because these lights are roughly at the same level I'm at. So they're shining light mostly behind me and then enough on my face so that you can actually see me. Also, since we're on the subject of behind you, try to find a blank space. place I live in, I've got a nice white wall that I can use behind me. I've been on calls with casting directors and they actually say they don't like the white wall. They'd prefer like a gray or an off-white or something like that. Well, you know, you have what you have. The important thing is to use preferably a plain wall without a lot of stuff behind you. No bookshelves, no plants, no windows. Windows are gonna be the worst because you're gonna get blown out changing lighting from the windows. You do not want that behind you. You want something simple. You want them looking at you. When it comes to the script, memorize your lines if you can. It can be hard sometimes, especially if it's a quick turnaround. You might get something in the evening and say, hey, we need it by 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. In that case, study, study, study. Memorize, memorize, memorize. It's much more convincing if you got those lines memorized versus hanging from a piece of paper to the side of the camera and you're trying to read off of that and people can see those eyes moving because you're using a tight framing and they can kind of see that expression. So try to get those lines memorized. Use as much time as you can to get them memorized. If you've got a week, then start memorizing early. Don't wait till the last minute. That's a big problem I have. I'm terrible at memorizing lines, so I always got to make sure I start memorizing those lines as soon as I possibly can. So the nice thing about a self-tape versus an in-person audition is you can take your time to get it right. You can do multiple takes until you get one that you're really happy with. You don't have to deal with going in and nailing it on the first try. So take your time with it. If you've got a week, take your time to get those lines memorized. Take a couple days until you're really happy with it. Film in landscape. As you can see, this is landscape. You do not want portrait, which is what most people do when they're talking to their cameras do not do that unless of course the casting director or director asks you to send it that way Uh, i've had this in the past where they actually wanted me to record something into my phone because it was being used for a promo and they wanted to see what that would look like that is once that that's happened every other time landscape think about your eye line so i'm looking directly at the camera right now do not do that i'm doing that because i'm talking to you In a scene where you're working off of somebody else, what you want them is right next to the camera. So if there were a person standing here, I would be looking like this, talking to that person, right next to the camera, as close as I can get them to go without actually looking into the lens. I'm not gonna have that person standing looking over here, so I'm looking this way at them and doing the scene. So when the person watching my self-tape is watching, they're seeing the side of my face. They wanna see those eyes, they wanna see those expressions, but they don't want it right at the camera. Unless, of course, they ask for it directly at the camera. If you can get someone to read with you, this there, this could be hard sometimes because maybe you don't have a housemate or a roommate, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a significant other that you can read opposite of. There are luckily now apps and sites that you can actually go to. And so you can actually get other actors that are willing to read opposite you to help you out with this kind of stuff. So check some of those out if you need something like that and just make sure that if you are doing that, you're placing your laptop or tablet or whatever, once again, right next to the lens. You don't wanna use the same uh, tablet or phone that the person's on that you're talking into. You want it off to the side. And another trick that I've heard people do is they might record the other person's lines. So you can actually record the lines opposite of what you're supposed to be doing and um, play those and you're you're responding to those. The thing to think about also with the person that you're reading opposite of, they don't need to be as loud as you, they don't necessarily need to be acting and doing a character because it's not about them, it's about you. So you just want them off, you want them saying the lines, you want it loud enough so that they can be heard, but not so loud that it's uh, overtaking, or anything like that. For me, I usually have a Rode mic on the top of my camera. So the person standing here is reading next to it, that Rode mic is picking up on them, but it sounds off and uh, it, but it's not distracting in any way, shape or form. Clothing, what to wear. So this is debatable by agents, casting directors, whatever. So um, sometimes it's a good idea to try to dress the character, I did one where I was reading for a military character, a person in the army. I have an army shirt. I put that on and kind of read it that way. I wouldn't go so far as if you're reading for a period piece to get a period costume in some way. Uh, women, I wouldn't get out the you know period dress and do the hair and any of that kind of stuff. Don't do any of that. But if you can, if it's kind of modern and maybe there are, uh, you're reading for a character who would normally wear a suit or something like that, dress a little nicer, if in doubt, wear black, where you, nine times out of 10 when I'm auditioning, I'm wearing a black t-shirt or I'm just wearing a black long sleeve shirt. And that's all you need because once again, it's about here, it's not about here. Jewelry, women, you don't need long earrings, necklaces, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, rings, you know, wrist stuff, guys, same thing. You don't need any of that stuff. You know, Maybe if it's the character again and you want it a little bit, but not a lot. And if in doubt on any of this, ask your agent or the casting director, just reply to them or your agent and see what they think you should do. To slate or not to slate? So a slate is that thing that usually will happen at the beginning where you say, Hi, my name is Mila Dennison, My agent is so-and-so. I'm this much tall. I'm uh, reading for the role of such and such. That's a slate. Slates will vary quite a bit. So be sure to read the request details of what they want. If they say they want a slate with a full length. So this sometimes will happen where they actually want a full shot of you so that that way they can actually see the full length. They might ask for you to do a 360 turn so they can see you from all sides or to show your hands. So make sure to look for that kind of stuff and see what they want for a slate. If it doesn't specify, you can ask. Or what you can do is simply go with the standard. My name is, my agency is, uh, I'm living in what's in such place or that type of, and I'm reading for the role of. And you'll usually put that at the beginning. I have had in the past as well, where they asked for the slate to be at the end. So you'll put that at the end of the recording instead of the beginning of it. Pay attention to this kind of stuff. It's these little details sometimes that will not get you cast in a role. Casting directors get, hundreds if not thousands of self tapes and anything they can do to thin that out They will do it. Make sure when you get that audition request You're reading through it fully and seeing if there are any little details in there that they want that you might not read through And pay attention to the deadline of when they want that back. I know many an actor who? Well, okay, maybe not many an actor, but I have no, I know of a specific actor who had this happen where they sent their self-take back, and it was only a few minutes late. And they weren't considered for the role so give yourself plenty of time to get that back to them keep in mind that you might have problems let's say you're throwing it on your computer and you're doing some editing to the video to clean it up then uh, you need to export it and something fails well if you wait until the last minute to do that well you're going to have problems or if your wi-fi goes down i've had this happen to me and My Wi-Fi actually went down. And in my case, I was able to actually use my mobile phone as a Wi-Fi hotspot. But if you don't have the option of doing that, maybe run down to a coffee shop. And that's gonna take time. So if they say we want this by 10 a.m. on Tuesday, don't wait till 9:50 to start uploading it. Give yourself a few hours to allow for that. Also look and see if they have any form requests in there. Often, especially if you're doing like a big budget film, you'll get an NDA agreement and they'll say that you cannot uh, say anything about this or show this self-tape or anything like that. So pay attention to that. Sign that NDA and send it back to them. Uh, They're going to want that. And also pay attention to those because a lot of people, especially nowadays, a lot of actors, a lot of actors I follow on Instagram, they'll throw their self-tapes that they do sometimes on Instagram to kind of like show off some of the work or Facebook, that kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong with that, uh, but make sure that it's okay that you can do that. If you're auditioning for a film, uh, you know, Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, action flick, and even if it's a walk-on role, they're probably gonna have an NDA on there that says you cannot share this script or this self-tape with some anywhere. And if they find out that you did that, Well, that's a quick way not to get cast by them. And as always, I definitely want to make sure if you're unsure about any of this, ask your agent. If you don't have an agent, ask the person that's sending you the audition request for clarification, because you don't want to send it back and then have come back to you saying, hey, that wasn't right. I needed to do it again and now do it like this. And of course, I hope you found these tips helpful. Hopefully they help you get cast. If you become rich and famous, don't forget about me and maybe throw me in your next film. All right, have a good day.